Hello, and welcome to your parents' super tip of the day. I'm Dr. Caroline Bizanko, and thanks for hanging with me this morning. Hopefully you've had a chance to reflect back what your kids have said. Harder still is reflecting their feelings, especially if they've not expressed those feelings themselves, which a lot of kids don't. Most kids will talk about circumstances that happened rather than those actual feelings about the situation. We want to acknowledge the feelings they might have experienced, though, even if they don't bring it up. This is an important step, but we need to be tentative so we don't label their feelings. Otherwise, if we tell them how they feel, we could end up taking away their experiences or even cause frustration or even insult them, all of which will just shut them down. So being tentative, all, it just allows our kids to feel like they can correct you if you're wrong. I often try to describe what I see and might say something like, wow, you slammed that door really hard. You seemed really angry. More often I might say, that must be hard. I'd likely feel angry if that happened to me. What about you? I find it helpful to have a feeling chart available that you can both look at. After all, the human brain can only focus and process a few key emotions, you know, anger, happiness, sadness, fear, though there's so many more emotions we don't even realize. So using a chart, we can hypothesize what we think our kids might feel. And we might be right, but we want to make sure our kids are given the chance to correct us and even add more. Sometimes, you know, they do have a mix of emotions. So for today, continue listening to your kids and try to see if you can start reflecting the feeling behind what you hear. Perhaps there's disappointment that they missed out on a special snack, or they're frustrated at a teacher who got mad at them for no reason, or stressed because of impending deadlines. Listen and see what you hear. Have an awesome day and go make happy happen.